The answer is no, we are not all sinners. Our prophet Isaiah wrote it very clearly that we are all righteous people. So why does people go around and saying that we are all sinners? We were born sinners. And the answer is not. We were not born sinners, but rather we were born pure. As the Holy Book, the Talmud writes, that a child that's born is Hevel She'en Bochet, a child that has no sin. Everyone who's born is born pure without any sin. As a matter of fact, children, from the day they are born until they become adult, they carry no sin. Rather, their sins that they commit go onto the parents. The parents are held accountable for any transgressions that children do in their childhood. But once they become an adult, a girl turns 12 or a boy turns 13 years old, then they are declared an adult and from that moment on, they are accountable for their actions. As a matter of fact, that during a bar mitzvah, the parents say a blessing. Thank you, God, for freeing me from the responsibility of being punished for our child's sins. So yes, so until the child becomes an adult, they are sinless. They have no sins. And if they do sin, the parents are the one responsible for it. So let's define what is the concept of sin. Why do people walk around and thinking that they are sinners, that they were born sinners, that their whole life they're going to born a sinner, they're going to die a sinner? It's nothing like that. So to clarify it, a person is not a sinner. A person may commit a sin. A person may do a transgression. It doesn't make them a sinner. You are not what you do. You are who you are. If you have done something terrible, and if you have sinned, you have transgressed, then there is a remedy. And that's what's called repentance. Repentance means being remorseful, being regretful. They're recognizing that what you have done was wrong. And you are truly remorseful about it. You repent to God and to mankind. In all earnestness, you will be forgiven. And when you're forgiven, you are as pure as the day you were born. This is the journey of life. God created us with two kings, two voices. One is the voice that tells us to do good, that keeps us in the straightened path. And then there's the other voice, the other king, which is the voice that tries to veer us off the path. And they are both continuously battling for your attention and continuously battling for your choices. And both voices 
are, are challenging you all the time when you are faced with the choice to make. That is the battle that God decided for us to live with. When we take that battle and we are able to overcome the temptation to listen to the evil inclination, to the evil king, then we become stronger, we become more spiritual, we become more righteous because the positive king, the positive inclination is growing and building. The more you win those battles, little battles, the stronger you become and the easier the challenges become. I have had my own personal challenges in life. I have sinned. I have transgressed. I have also repented. I have also been remorseful. I have pleaded to God to forgive me. I have pleaded to mankind to forgive me. And that's what we humans do. We realize, yes, that we are very frail, that we are very capable of falling and transgressing, but that doesn't make us a sinner. Yes, we have sinned, but we get to repent. Before I go to sleep every night, there is a prayer that I say just before I go to sleep. I say, I hereby forgive anyone who has offended me, who has hurt me physically, emotionally, financially. Even in my previous life, I do forgive you. And then I look to God and I actually pound my chest. And I say, God, I have sinned. I have transgressed today. Please forgive me. So when I go to sleep, I know I have repented. I know I have remorse. But the truest form of remorse, of repentance, is not just to be remorseful after the transgression was committed, but the next time you have the opportunity to transgress again, and you withhold the temptation, and you remember your commitment to God that you were remorseful, you regretted this, and you made a resolution not to do it again, and the opportunity comes, and you hold back, and you are strong, that is the truest of repentance. And this is the journey that we all live with. In the Jewish religion, three times a day, we confess our sins to God. And these are sins that we never even committed, or we never even thought about committing. But we still, it's part of our prayer. And we say not the sins that I have committed, but that we have committed. We are all responsible for each other. As, as a group, that yeah, we're responsible for others. So even though that day you didn't, didn't commit that particular sin, but someone else did, you're asking God for forgiveness. Especially when you could identify a transgression that you have done, and you identify it, and you verbalize it, and you ask God for forgiveness, you will be forgiven. Remember, we're human. We have all have been tested, tempted. Some of us have failed. 
leaving me, I have failed tremendously. But I remembered what God has taught us, that when you fail, even if you fail tremendously, you repent, you are remorseful, you confess, and you make a resolve never to commit that transgression again. You do that, God welcomes your repentance, and God will forgive you 100%. We're all human, and we all are going to trip and fall. It reminds me of the folktale of a certain village where people used to line up Sunday morning and visit their priest to confess their sins. The priest was an elderly, and he told his parish in private, he says, you know what, as I'm getting up in age, I just cannot bear hearing the sin that you come to me to get absolved from. In the future, when you come to confession, just say these words, Father, I have fallen. Just say you, you fell. Once you say you have fallen, I, I, I'll know what you mean. I'll absolve you and you'll be forgiven. Words spread amongst the parishioners. They lined up Sunday and they say, Father, I have fallen and the Father will forgive them. Eventually, this elderly priest finally retired and they hired a new young priest. The new young priest begins the confessions and after his first day at work, he calls the mayor of the city to his office, to his private chambers. And the mayor's wondering, why is the new priest inviting me to his office? And the young priest looks at the mayor. He says, Mayor, I'm new here. You got to do something about the sidewalks in town. People are falling right and left. People lined up today and everyone is telling me they have, fall they have fallen. Each one are falling. Too many people are falling. The mayor thinks to himself, he says, oh my God, we forgot to tell the new young priest that the word I have fallen is a code word that I have sinned. And he starts to laugh and the mayor starts chuckling. <laughs> And realizing the humor of this, that the, may, that the priest thinks that the sidewalks are all broken, the people are falling right and left. After he laughed for a while, the priest looks up to the mayor, says, why are you laughing? Your wife came in, she also fell. <laughs> yes, we are all human. And we have fallen. Yes, we have sinned. But that does not make us a sinner. Isaiah said we are all righteous because yes, we are all righteous because eventually we are remorseful. We are regretful. We do confess and, and we pray to God to give us the strength to be able to withstand temptations and not to sin once again and not to put us in a situation that could bring us to sin to create offense, to create guidelines to protect us from sinning so that we shouldn't sin again.
but never ever think to yourself that you are a sinner. No, you are not. You are an extension of God. You have a part of God in you. You are as pure as God is. And you came to this world pure. And when you repent before you leave this world, you would be leaving this world as a pure person as well. And repentance does not require you to sit on the ground, on the ground in sackcloth and ashes and fast and mourn your transgressions. But what repentance means is recognizing what you have done wrong and verbalizing the transgression. And with great spirit and with great courage, make a resolve to never transgress again. And God will forgive you and will forgive your whole family and bless you with a beautiful long life. God forgives you. God loves you. God bless you.